Hi, and welcome back to the Soda Pop Podcast. I am here today with some very special guests, in my opinion, even though I say that every episode, I feel like they just did what we thought we could do when we were 10 watching Food Network. I am here with today with some of the chopped winners from the Culinary Arts Program. I can't speak today already. Anyway, can I get a hi from all of you guys, and can you introduce yourselves? Hello, my name is Mary Dahl, and I am a junior in the Culinary Arts uh, Department, my major is culinary arts management with a minor in hospitality and events management. Hi, my name's Sarah Camp. Um, I'm a sophomore and my majors are culinary arts management and then I also major in French. So, Ooh, France. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Hudayf Al-Hamawi. Uh, I am from Saudi Arabia. Uh, uh, my major is culinary arts. I graduated from uh, College of Technology, hospitality management. Today we're joined with them because if you don't know, the culinary arts program puts on a chopped event every, I want to say every semester or is it just the fall semester? It's just the fall semester, and yeah. the fall semester and basically if you've seen Chopped on TV, you know exactly what this is from what I've been told. It's exactly like that. I luck, I couldn't go this year because I had rehearsal. Hopefully next um, fall semester I can go and you can too. And then all these people contested and placed in some point. Did y'all or am I? Yes. yes. Can you tell me what you guys placed? We, we were the winners. first. Yeah. All of we y'all were, were winners? winners. Okay. Oh, yeah. okay. It was, it's a whole team thing. So at yes. the very start of the semester, uh, depending on how many students are in the class, and since we had it on number, we were put into a team of three, and the teams are fully random. And you basically, you get where two teams for the first start, you're put into brackets. And so you'll say you'll have team one versus team three on the first date. And then team two versus team four on the second date. And then the winners of those teams will then face off. And then the losers of each team faced off. And then whoever were the winners of, of that uh, following session would then go on. So we have like a battle royale bracket mm-hmm. style. Basically, yes. Okay, well, we're going to dive into that in one quick second. Yeah. First thing I want to do is ask you your favorite soft drink and your soft jam this month. Well, this week, not this month. It's been a long month for me. Forgive me. I have I have a performance <laughs> brain, so my brain is dead. I'm currently doing Christmas Carol. Um, so what is your favorite soft drink in soft jam? So, so my go-to drink would generally be a Diet Coke. I'm actually trying to stop that because it's a bad habit. But my favorite drink is usually either whether it's hot or iced, a chai tea latte. Mm, that's good. That's good. Okay, so I'm weird, and I rarely have my favorite drink because it's like every so often I can find it. Um, but... I mix two drinks together. It's a Fanta orange and then a Fanta grape. And it's really weird, but it's so good. Okay, my question is, how did you come up with that (laughs) concoction? I love Fanta. I've always loved it as a kid, and I've really hated, like, the dark, um, like, drinks like Pepsi and Coke and stuff like that. So I always wanted the fruitiness and stuff like that. And I was like, peach. And I was like, grape's really good, too. So I put them together, and... Even though I'm 19, I still enjoy the drink. I mean, if you mix it, you like it. You <laughs> exactly. It good. Exactly. Yeah. I'm going to have to now try that. <laughs> uh, my favorite drink is uh, Arabic coffee. Um, it's uh, made uh, with uh, zafaran. Uh, it's uh, expensive spices spices um, with the uh, with, uh, hail. And uh, it's very tasty and very good. I got to try that. I'd, I've never seen them put like put like saffron and stuff in there. I feel like that's actually be really good. Yeah. Okay. And then, what is your favorite songs at the moment? 
So I kind of have an eclectic mix of music that I tend to listen to. So currently I've been switching between Underground by Cody Fry, Beyonce's Cuff It, which I know obviously we're not supposed to use cursing on the uh, podcast. It's fine. It's, it's, as long as you um, don't actually yeah, say the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but then I've also been listening to all of the Christmas music by Piano Guys. So as I said, eclectic mix. Love it. So I've been going over this like just one single song like it feels like over and over. It's well, but it's called Joker by Rory <gasps> Webley. Oh, I, I love him. That one. Oh my goodness, I love him so much. And just I've listened to Joker so many times this week. It's not even funny. So that's what I'm stuck on at the moment. Perfect. We love him. He's I love all of his like demo versions of the exactly. songs so much more. They're great. And for you. Uh, my favorite uh, mus- uh, musician is uh, Afro Man. He's, uh, if you know it, uh, he's a rubber. I yes. like to hear. Okay, we love him. He's actually really good. He has a lot of good music. And I actually like him a lot. Okay, I will put some music on that for our podcast. I mean, not, not for our podcast, for our playlist. If you don't know and you're listening to this, every single week when I ask them this, it goes on a playlist on our Spotify called Soft Drinks and Soft Jams. All you got to do is when you go to Spotify, type in the, um, the search bar, UNA, School of the Arts. And if you go on our profile, you can listen to every single song um, that someone has requested on this show. And we put it on there so you can listen to it and basically have a summary of our year in music. So go check it out. Now that we have that quick little thing out the way, um, so you all are culinary art majors to my degree. You're a junior and what two years are you guys? I'm a senior. Mm-hmm. I'm a sophomore. Okay. Um, and so you all, is this your first time in the CHOP competition or have you been in it before? Yes. So the thing with the CHOP competition, it's only for one class. So we happen to all take the class at the same time. Okay. And so that's how you know who's in the CHOP competition. If you're in, it's called the class is called Food Prep 2. Mm-hmm. If you're in that class, you're going to be doing the CHOP Challenge. Okay. So, Was this something you were excited to do? Has it something you've been waiting to do for a long time? or? Well, when he first talked about it, because I'm actually a former student, and so I first enrolled at UNA back in 2015, and I took off some time to help out my family. And I returned this past, not this past fall, but the fall before that. And so once again, they redid the whole entire program. So this was a whole new concept to me. And he kind of was just like, okay, we're doing this. And it was exciting. But as he said, it's meant to force you out of your comfort zone. And it really does because you not only have the three random judges who are from all across the area where they're directors of these big food companies, either executive chefs from uh, high-end hotels or restaurants here locally in the area in the Shoals. And so you know you're going to have these high opinions as well as students who are sitting there as well. So you kind of just have to get it out of your mind. Um, I was excited for it. I love a good challenge and stuff like that. I've disliked like the whole food network thing so I was like ah chopped I'm so excited so maybe a little bit of nervousness because it's something I've never done but yeah. uh this is my first time in job challenge uh it's very difficult for me and it's very hard very hard because but uh, I get the help from Mary and Sarah uh, I think if I didn't uh, work with with them I I wasn't doing okay 
That's actually really good because it's a lot about teamwork is what basically yes. what they force yeah. you to do. Because I know a lot of times when you watch Chopped on Food Network, it's more of like an individual, like, what can I do? But yeah. it's more of a group effort is what I'm hearing. Yes. Yeah. So why that is, is because it depends on the number of students. Last year in Food Prep 2, in the fall semester, they had one person per team okay. and stuff like that. But because we had so many people in our group and stuff, it would have been just hard to, like, narrow it down from just, like, one person per group and stuff like that. So that's why we had teams made. So Okay, that's so cool. I actually love that so much. Um, a question that I actually have for you is what was the most challenging meal for you guys to make? So... Each of them presented their own challenges. Um, what I actually think was maybe one of the more different or unique challenges was probably either their first or second challenge. Because uh, what was the first challenge again? I know we did the mashed potatoes. or No, that was the second challenge. That was the second challenge. Um, it is, we, we had three challenges, so trying to pull apart everything that we remember and stuff like that is it 30 three three. Oh, three. i thought you said 30 challenges oh, i was no. like how are you still standing <laughs> <laughs> i would have rolled oh, over and died by that time so well well um what made well i know it's hard to like differentiate them as you're saying mm -hmm. but was it like a dessert challenge uh, uh no actually sorry for you're good. Um, no, go, go ahead so Basically, like for what made differences in the programs is as last year, since they had um, a smaller amount of people and they could easily have one person per team, is they made it harder on them where they had an entree and an appetizer. But because we had teams, we only had to do an entree, but we only had about 45 minutes or so to actually get it done. And one of the complications from the third challenge was is that only one person could go in the back kitchen to get supplies or go to the oven or check on things at a time. So you kind of had to play a tag team thing. Gotcha. So um, actually I found some pictures of like our first dish that we made and stuff like that. So our ingredients was um, Yukon right. golden potatoes, or actually, sorry, finger-length potatoes, which is like small potatoes, and the skin is very um, thin and stuff like that. So you can actually eat the skin on, and it's not going to be as tough as um, a russet potato. We had a homemade cherry pie filling that we had to use, and then the pork, pork. loin, yeah, pork tenderloin. So we had to create a dish out of that. So um, we ended up with uh, frying our potatoes and stuff like that and then doing it in some brown butter and rosemary, which Hatifa did a great job with the brown butter. Um, we made like pork katsu, which is like a very thin pork cutlet with um, breaded and kind of fried and then also fried onions and then a cherry balsamic sauce on top. When we make a plate, we have to figure out about uh, the temperature of the chicken and the temperature for the, the pork. Um, and uh, Mary and Sarah, they, uh, they make uh, everything and they told me go and check the temperature and come back. That was, that was probably your favorite part, bro. <laughs> Keep making sure you have to do the temperature checks. Um, one thing I have is for all of you is, um, why did you choose to become a culinary arts major? I feel that's like a simple but also a loaded question because Simply, I could easily say that it's just for my love of food, and I've had that since I was little, and it's one of the few things that when I have my 
chances. I love to be creative and I still have a lot of work like plate wise and learning a lot of working on my knife skills. But when I'm in the kitchen and I can just kind of do what I feel like and not always rely on a recipe, I just enjoy it so much. And it's not even the product at the end. I love more so seeing the reactions from people and seeing how much they enjoy what I've made. So I actually, why I wanted to go into culinary was the Food Network at first. My grandmother had that on her TV and I was like so like just focused on them making food and cakes and stuff like that. And as I grew up, like I started cooking in the kitchen with my mom and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, I want to go into culinary because that seemed like a really cool field and stuff like that. But when I got into high school and I was like trying to make my decision, I was like, do I want to do this for the rest of my life? I enjoy cooking so much. Would it ruin it for me if I made it a career? Then I realized I am such at home in the kitchen. Why not do it? So. Uh, Actually, I chose uh, culinary art management because uh, our, uh, uh, I mean, uh, in Saudi Arabia, uh, we're going to focus about uh, about our economy, not going to be like uh, oil. It's going to be a tourism. And uh, when I come here, I register uh, with the international uh, with the international office. They told me we have a culinary art management because that I chose this major. So basically it was a way for you to expand and still be like career safe. Yeah. I love that because for some people yeah. it's just a home feeling. Like sometimes it's a way to expand safely. Food is such a warm place for everybody. That's like Thanksgiving's coming up around the corner and people always are trying to rush around and like stress themselves out when food should be a happy place. Mm-hmm. You know, it yeah. should be something that makes you excited. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be something that you should dread and hate and all that fun stuff. Exactly. And seeing that we do a, like a chop challenge here, like I didn't know about that until literally I got this email and I was like, why didn't no one tell me about this sooner? I would have come, like, can we come and watch this? Oh, yeah. Yes, you yes. can. And, and sometimes yeah. we'll have like little leftovers over, so you might get some snacks from what we've cooked. See, that's an even better reason to go. Like next <laughs> semester, um, I'm gonna try to snap y'all earlier so I can yes. get more yeah. interviews with y'all because that would be so much fun. I would love to do like a post-op, like afterwards, like almost like an after show afterwards. Exactly. Yeah. Because one question I have is like, you know, since this is a class that you have to take and all that, how was like the elimination process? Like how nerve-wracked were you when all of this were happening? And Elimination process, it happened right in front of us after we had done it we went up to the judges they told us some stuff they liked or didn't like about the meal and then they handed their like little scorecards off to this one person so when we they got the scorecards and stuff like that they would take it and they would count it and then they would come back and we would just be standing there with the other team and we like it was like 15 20 minutes like how long would you be waiting there literally maybe Five ten, if that. Oh, that's even worse. It's such a yeah. fast exactly. celebration. Yeah. Exactly. And just the like pulling off a bandage. We were we didn't think we had won because he said um, we were team four and we were going against team one and he said team one is out and so we didn't know if like they won that challenge or not and then we kind of like stood there and looked at him and then he was like that means team four won. And we were like, oh my goodness. So, so like, what, like, um, bracket wise, like, were y'all, like, did y'all win the first challenge? We won every single challenge. Oh, so, yes. That's fun. So, y'all are basically like, you're the, like, the top dogs to knock down. 
Basically. Yeah. I mean, you don't have to brag about it. I'm just saying, you won every single challenge. That's like a really big thing. The points were close, though. Yes. One one section I do almost every single episode um, is called Pop Off. Because if you don't know, I am a hater. I like to hate things. Um, So what is like your biggest food hot take? Like what is something about food that like grinds your gears? Like people do this and it's wrong. All the time. Uh, oh, you look like you're... Oh, go ahead and tell me, boo-boo. You I'm look, trying to think. Cause okay. There's, oh, there's, oh, oh, I do. I've uh, had this pet peeve since I was a kid. Um, You know how, like, some people will eat their cupcake, right? And they just lick off the icing and throw away the cupcake? Yeah. <sighs> that absolutely grinds my gears so much. I'm like, the I exact opposite it. of that. I take off the frosting and just eat the cake. Listen, listen. The cake takes more time. The cake takes more time. <laughs> Enjoy that cake. <laughs> The frosting, I could whip it up in like a second. I don't care if you don't eat that. Eat my cake. You should have heard her about the Avengers movie when the pie dropped. She got so <laughs> mad at that. Eternals. They had the pie drop scene where like someone in there had like a pie. And I was in theaters when I saw Eternals and they dropped that pie and I literally gasped. <laughs> and the whole theater turned around and looked at me and I was like, it was a good looking pie. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm having actually a hard time to think. It's one of those where it's like, you know, in the moment, you're like, I hate that this, I hate that. Thing. But the next thing, when you're actually asked, you're like, well, I don't know. Actually, um, I remember in 2014, when I worked in a hotel, Hilton Hotel in Saudi Arabia, I tried to make uh, some uh, Arabic coffee. And um, when I put it in the, in the oven, uh, it's make uh, something uh, a little bit uh, reaction, and when I t- when I try to take it off, it's you spill it all. Over yeah, yourself. see, that's so frustrating. Is when you like you you get everything so right, and then you drop it. That happens to me all the time. I'm such a klutz, and I oh my god. Mm. But why you think of yours? I'll tell you one of mine, and in fact, I want your opinions on it. Oh, yes. So okay. as we all know, hash browns are a breakfast food. <sighs> yes. 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 So I understand it's a potato. That is completely fine, it being a potato and all. However, I think it's morally wrong to put ketchup on hash browns <gasps> because yes. it's a breakfast food. I've gotten to an argument with practically everybody in my office about this and all of my friends about this. So the thing is, that is fine. People like to say, Kaya, in a counter suit, you over here put syrup on your hash browns. I only do it in one instance, and that's when I go to Waffle House and I get the sausage, egg, and cheese hash brown bowl because the sausage is dry. Which makes sense. Exactly. It's breakfast food. My argument is that you put syrup on breakfast food. You don't put ketchup on, um, on breakfast food. You don't put ketchup on pancakes. You're not over here like yeah. smothering ketchup on like you know saw so- on your sausage. Yeah. Yeah, but then you'll have those people who are like, "What about those sausages wrapped in the pancakes? Don't you dip those in ketchup?" No, oh. you dip them in syrup. Yeah. Who that, that, that almost yeah. made me throw up. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's it's meant for syrup. Like that's what you. I know it's meant for syrup, but there are still people who will do that. I've seen criminals. You are all criminals. You are morally corrupt. <laughs> I understand your thing about the hash browns, but. Listen to me with this. Yes. The only reason I will put ketchup on my hash browns if they're not seasoned properly. I get that. I understand it's potato. Yeah. Like I said, it's I potato. understand why. Yeah. I'm just saying you're morally wrong. I'm not going to judge you. Yeah. But I'm just saying you're morally wrong. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. And so, like, I got into a whole argument with my dad about this purely because he, I'm like, what are you going to do next? You're going to put mayo on hash browns? Where do we draw the line? This irritates me so much. <laughs> well, well, that's funny because um, 
One, I totally agree with you personally because I don't even like ketchup on my fries. See, I would ketchup on my fries kind of girl though. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the taste right on hash brown. It yeah. just feels wrong. Okay. Well, one, it was like fries with mayo. I find that a little weird. People, I, some people do it. Like some people mix together yeah. ketchup, mustard, and mayo. Yeah, the now time. they have the freaking uh, cus- uh, ketchup, mustard, mayo you know, mix, mix all in the freaking bottles. It's just that it grinds my gears. I <laughs> grind me. It does. <laughs> it made. Oh, it just. Uh, that's why I just wanted to know. Like, do you do you have? Yeah, them? no. The, I would say, like when you said that, it was kind of like, yeah, I totally agree because I just. It doesn't make sense to me. I feel like everybody has that one thing in food that like really gets mad. I, I get mad about a lot of things, but I didn't know how mad that made me until I was talking to everybody about it. I don't even know how I got on that topic, but now I've asked every single person, do you put ketchup on your hash browns or not? Like I understand because it's a potato. Yeah. And potatoes are very versatile. And all that fun stuff. Oh, that actually gets me to my next question. What is your favorite food to cook with? Actually, I like cook uh, beef steak. Oh, steaks are so good. Yeah, I'm a medium well. <gasps> Perfect. That's actually how I like mine. I'm a medium well kind of girl. I'm not. A, I'm not a medium rare. I don't. It's just. It's too rare. I like it just. Just a little bit. You know. That is such a hard question because I'm more of the side of when it comes to cooking pastries and um, like breads and pastas. So I would kind of say flour because that is very. very versatile it's probably not what you were looking for but i could make pasta out of that thing uh cake anything that like i'm like ooh, pasta straight you know straight from scratch so yeah that works um one of my favorite things like savory wise definitely any kind of fish i love salmon um trout it's just you can make it so many different ways blackened just simple salt pepper lemon you know Cajun. So I just, I love fish. <laughs> that is 100% valid. That is a 110% valid. Um, so that's like one of my favorite things. Um, what, besides like your favorite thing to cook, cook with, what is your favorite meal to make? Cause like, I know me, I just like a good soup. I make soup all the time. Like all my soup friends are like, Kaya, you're constantly making soup. And I'm like, I live in a cult part of Alabama. I'm going to make have any excuse to make soup because it makes it feel good. Mm. So, like, what's your favorite meal to make? I like to make um, rice and some uh, some chicken. Oh, yes. Yeah. Chicken and rice are, like, some of my favorite things to eat ever. Pastas. I love chicken alfredo, shrimp alfredo, Cajun shrimp alfredo. When I'm at home, like at my parents, one of my favorite things is actually to make breakfast uh, food, especially when I let doing drop biscuits i just love doing some homemade biscuit uh dough mixed in with chives cheddar bacon it just it's such so simple but because it's so simple it's just enjoyable around the whole family okay and then on the opposite end of the spectrum what's your least favorite thing to make (laughs) wait your eyes is like never again Uh (laughs) i want to know what it is go ahead mary and then no 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 what are you thinking? <laughs> okay, my least, like, favorite thing to make, it brings me back to childhood because this is, like, the only thing I've ever, like, burned or it's tasted bad. So it's, have you ever went to, like, a Mexican restaurant and one of the desserts they have or they probably give it to you for your birthday is, like, that cinnamon sugar tortilla? Yes. Okay. So as a kid, I tried to make that. 
And we didn't have any cinnamon. So I was like, oh, I'm going to use cocoa powder. And you know, cocoa powder already has sugar in it, in my thoughts. So all that was on that tortilla was cocoa powder. It tasted like charcoal. So I will never again attempt to make that just because I've been scarred. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So I don't think I've ever really had a bad experience like that. Uh, I'm like least favorite thing to make. Yeah, like you don't enjoy typically making it. Like for me specifically, I just hate making spaghetti. Like I hate it so much. I can eat every other pasta dish, but spaghetti. Like I just hate making it. I just don't enjoy it. I think it more or less depends on my situation because I think there are tons of things I would normally enjoy, but depending on how I'm feeling, if there's something going on, it can be like, no, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Forget it. It's now my least favorite thing. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, actually, I try to make a banana bread. And uh, the, uh, she remember I take a class with um, Chef Prima. She's a, good, a professional chef at the University of North Alabama. Oh, yeah. Are you talking about uh, back in basic yeah. baking? Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. Bring him <laughs> up those memories. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah now yeah. you're jogging my memory. I, I agree. That class. Yeah. And um, when I try to make a, a banana bread, I put uh, extra baking uh, soda, <laughs> and uh, the, the taste uh, change. And um, this is bad experience. <laughs> I understand. I understand. People, but yeah, let me ask y'all since y'all are the professional here. What is the difference between baking soda and baking powder? I know because I bake a ooh, lot, ooh. but let's tell everybody else who doesn't. Okay. So I actually have something to memorize it by. So baking soda, it spreads. So soda spreads. That's the only difference. And then baking powder rises. Mm -hmm. So that's how I know. If it has baking soda, the S, Mm -hmm. it spreads. So that's how I remember it. So the powder makes a puff. Yeah. Gotcha. For everybody who doesn't know, it, it has it's chemical reactions. Like I always like to say, there's lawless cooking, but baking has laws because it will go south very fast. Because baking is a chemistry, cooking's for fun. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, that is a hundred and ten percent. Well, now we're getting down to the end of the episode. Um, I do want to say I can't wait to come see whoever is doing it next year. Do you have any tips or any like tricks for anybody who's listening who's going to be in it next year? One of the things, as we said before, it does depend on the class size, but I would say whether you're on your own or in a team, keep in mind that you are a student and you are still learning, but research as much as you can. Look at recipes, look at different plating aspects, have a plan in mind. So like, just kind of also keep yourself calm because yeah, it's nerve wracking and you're going to be nervous and maybe even have a little bit of anxiety no matter what, but just go in there and do what you know best and work with your team members or just make yourself do proud because at the end of the day, as my uh, boss tends to say, it is just food. So while this is an amazing career and a good path, it's not worth freaking out over So mine would be, um, don't let the time get the best of you. Sometimes you're so caught up in the dish, you don't recognize that the time's still ticking and stuff like that. And then you won't have time to plate it how you want it or something like that. So be aware of the time. Oh, and keep spoons nearby. Actually, there is something called uh, Maison Blas. 
in culinary in culinary art. That's what I learned in at University of North Alabama. Put everything in in the back. Um, when we when when you gonna do the chopped challenge, you have to focus where is uh, where is the knife, and when you gonna clean the knife, you don't have to clean it in the uh, dishwasher. You have to clean it uh, separate in separate place. Yeah. Well, I want to thank y'all all so much for coming. Is there anything that you're personally like want to plug? Any social media? Any products coming up? Any like recipes, cookbooks, stuff like that? Well, I would definitely say for one, just overall for the culinary arts department, uh, keep in mind that this upcoming spring we will be doing an event both with the Marriott Shoals as well as Lion Under the Lights. So keep a lookout for that. Um, off top, like on topic, but. So she's talking about future events and stuff. But if you're wanting to learn how to cook and some stuff, um, I would suggest like going to YouTube. One of my favorite um, like chefs on YouTube is called Joshua Weissman. And he has really like fun videos. that's like um, cheaper, but better. You can see where he cooks against Burger King's Whopper and he makes his own version. It's just so if you're wanting to experience, like learn how to cook, I would suggest him. Okay. So. Um, actually, I, I have uh, only one word, keep working and keep learning. That's, That's honestly yeah. all you need sometimes is to keep yeah. learning because you, you are always in it forever, like gaining knowledge. I learned stuff I didn't know every single day. Um, before we 100% go out, I need to know your fizzle down feel good. What's one good thing that's happened to you this week? So actually this, cu- not this coming, but this past Monday, no, I, I am forgetting my days of the week. Ugh, it's been a long month. Um, this past Wednesday, I had my mom come up and she was dropping off some of our pieces, um, at her, um, studio that she's with, but she stayed for dinner and we went out to eat and it was just good to see her for a good two hours. Sometimes you don't need that much time, but you enjoy what you get. Yeah. I'm a big movie watcher, so I've probably watched like a night just to like calm down before I went to bed and stuff like that but my favorite movie I would go like of this week was everything everywhere all at once which is a new movie that came out this year but it is so good I recommend it to anybody so um actually this week I'm so busy uh because we had uh, a passport event at the University of North Alabama I'm a a president of Saudi club Mm -hmm. And um, we we make a funny time and we dancing and we do many activity. Yes. And uh, next uh, couple week, my wife gonna graduate from uh, health promotion at uh, University of North Alabama. Oh well, happy early congratulations to her! I'm so excited. Thank you so much. Thank yes. You. Oh my God. Well, thank you all so much for being on here. Thank you for that. having us. No problem. So I would love much. to have y'all again. Um, Thank y'all all all so much for listening, and we will see y'all in the next episode. Bye!